0: I wanna take a quick moment and give a shout out to our sponsor, Elgato Gaming. If you're a seasoned content creator or interested in creating content, I highly recommend checking out all the Elgato products. One of the many industry-leading game capture devices that Elgato offers, and one I've personally used for the past couple years, is the Elgato HD60S. The HD60S is an external capture card that not only looks good, but provides stunning 1080p, 60 FPS, and is powered by the Elgato's superior low latency technology that makes it easy to record, upload, and live stream professional content with ease. It also offers a 3.5 millimeter input for a microphone or an external audio source, whatever you'd like. It's plug and play taken to the next level, literally. So if you wanna show off your skill on live streams or just record your gameplay for a highlight video, the Elgato HD60S is my number one recommendation. Pick one up today and support the podcast by going to deserto.com Elgato. That's D-E-X-E-R-T-O dot com slash E-L-G-A-T-O. And start creating your own content today.
1: You're listening to the Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense.
0: What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. Believe it or not, Monster, this is episode 61, bro. 61 so we are getting deep boys we're getting deep that means we're gonna hit 100 this year which is gonna be insane in 2019 we'll hit episode 100 which is a, a pinnacle mark for people that have ever listened to podcasts or do podcasts because majority of podcasts fall off before episode 50 and then after that there's a big break after before episode 100 so you know as long as you don't break up with me we should be here for our episode 100 uh and it's going to be a great time but yeah I, I was i was shocked when i was putting together the notes for the show it's like 61 jeez bro we've been doing this a lot we've
1: been doing this a long time and it's it's dude i didn't i didn't even realize we're getting that far into it. and i know i jumped on the boat a little late but i mean we've done a lot of episodes man i think it've think been around since
0: like episode what like 28 29 something like that right right I, yeah, so you've been around for the majority of them. For sure. Cool. Uh, and, and before you were on the show, you were still a part of the
1: show. On the show. <laughs> right? You just didn't know yeah. it,
0: right? I was like, hey, by the way, it's a funny story. You know, I, I don't think I, we were telling this, I think, at, uh, at WSOE to all the people yeah. we were hanging out with. But a funny story most people don't know that listen to the show, it, unless you listen to the first couple episodes, is I've been stealing Monsters content since day one. Day one. Yeah. Since day one, I stole your content. And I ended up messaging you. I'm like, hey, just so you know, I want to let you know I'm giving you credit, but I'm I'm taking your tips from your videos and I'm I'm cutting them up and I'm putting them on our podcast. Little did I know. No,
1: I, I was cool about it. I was cool about it, guys. Don't you worry were. about it.
0: <laughs> you, were, you were you were really nice but you're like man absolutely yeah feel free uh, and actually you were the first big guest to have on the show and i say big i mean somebody that had a a, a very good following as a big time full-time streamer mm-hmm. um and uh you know we've, we've had tons of people along the way but man 61 here we are and uh you know here's 61 more it's incredible um you know as always guys this show is brought to you by deserto.com and fortnite intel uh and of course, sponsored by Elgato Gaming. Thank you so much, Elgato, for continuing to sponsor us. Hopefully, you guys got some awesome stuff for Christmas. If you got some Elgato gear, shoot us a picture. Let us know what's going on. Uh, we'd love to, uh, to see it. See see you guys in action making your content. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at the Fortnite Podcast. And all your reviews are always welcome on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Dash Radio, pa- Player FM, and of course on Stitcher. Wherever you're listening, thank you guys so much for those reviews. We really, really do appreciate it. Well, we don't have a guest today. In a way, we kind of do have a guest. It's the community, is what I'm saying to Gay's guest is, because we have a topic that I really want to address. Um, we, we've we seen this addressed by Epic a couple of times, where they actually release what they call the state of the game, or state of development. Uh, but I want to talk about the state of Fortnite today with you, Monster. And uh, this comes really, this is probably more of a serious conversation than we've ever had uh, as far as our personal opinions go and where we are at in the game, some people are gonna, you know, definitely comment back like, "Oh, you guys are just Fortnite fanboys. You guys just blah blah." And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say, yes, I am a Fortnite fanboy in a way, but that does not put out the fact that I also hold Epic to a standard. And right now, um, before we jump into it too much, I, I think they're doing a great job. Um, I think the standard's being held pretty high. But, um, you know, basically what I want to go through here today with you, Monster, is the state of Fortnite, the complaints we're hearing, the, uh, the concern we're hearing, the, okay, I can't play this game anymore kind of things. You know, the bugs, the, the struggles that we're having uh, from a player standpoint, from a community standpoint, both from the pros and the casual players. Um, and so, you know, let's start out right here with Enzo's tweet. And, uh, and I'm going to read this. This is Ghost Enzo. We've had him on the show before. He says, I love playing Fortnite. I could complain about everything, but at the end of the day, I'm still just excited to hop on and scrim as I was six months ago. Not saying that Fortnite doesn't need changes because it does. I'm just happy. And I think this is a great spot to start, right? Like, look, he's, he's clearly coming out and saying, I hear all the complaints as well, but I'm happy to keep playing the game. You play it every day, Monster. Every single day, you wake up your happy butt at 5am, you get your coffee together, and I think when you jump on, you look just as excited to do it today as you did 10 months ago, 12 months ago, before anybody even really knew, hey, Monsters got all the tips in the world, right? And still here you are today jumping on. What does it feel like for you to play this game every day? Are you in a struggling pattern like we're, we're hearing?
1: Yeah, you know, I think it's kind of interesting. You bring up Ghost Enzo and, you know, not not to, like, knock Enzo's size as a content creator or anything like that. He's relatively small, right? Like, similar to myself. Like, I'm not huge, huge, huge. You know, I know Tfue or Dr. Lupo, anyone like that. Um, They go through different struggles as gamers. They get stream sniped all day long. They have to deal with, the actual rampage of Stormwing, you know, stream snipers pushing them all day long. That level of frustration, someone my size just doesn't feel. So when people see me get on and like, I'm I'm happy to play the game because I got a bomb community. You know what I mean? My community is just big enough to support me and any venture I want to go on. But it's also just small enough to not have that, that just little, you know, five percent toxic bit of kids that are looking to you know try a little bit of airtime. so i think it just it's about having a happy medium and sometimes you are a victim of your own success and that's why the real big voices have um such a hard time playing the game and you know it's not it's not the game's fault it's not epic's fault because realistically you look at this game from hindsight and i mean like damn the game's pretty good like for what it's worth and where it is and how far it's come. It's, it's getting better. They listen to us. Um, I think it's just a, I think it's just size, man. They're a victim of their own just ego. Is that that the
0: price uh, you pay though? Like for me and, and you know, we've had loop on the show before. Uh, you know, we've, I've interviewed Tfue, been around all these guys, right? You have too. you've been around all the big names, myth. We both got to see him at WSOE. you got to hang out with him a little more. I mean, yeah, Right. Uh, and, and I get that. I get. But some of that is the price you pay. I, I feel like. Right. If you if it's just like if you're on TV, if you're Denzel Washington. Right. And you go out to eat more than likely someone's going to recognize you. And look, yeah. you're famous. You make millions of dollars a year. Right. You can take a little bit of that. Oh, my gosh. Can I take a picture? Right. That's how I feel. Now, I'm not in that position. So maybe there's some other concerns I don't see necessarily
1: at the surface that are there. But, See, but, it's, but for gamers, it's different because when you have community that can interfere with your content, imagine if movie actors had to deal with stream snipers and while they're acting, <laughs> someone jumped in a shot all the time like, ah, I was in the background. Dude, like their <laughs> perspective on how movies are random made will be like, oh, it's true. production yeah. companies, man, they got, you got these pedestrians coming, right? So yeah. it's like, like so different. And, and I mean, it does kind of go on a large scale too, right? Like you can think of this is going to be a totally different turn, but like people that do pranks on YouTube, right? Like it eventually, hits a point. You're so famous, you're going to get recognized. Your pranks are always going to get spoiled, and you just become a victim of your own success. And it's right. the same with gaming. Um, and I think that I think that's really the problem here. It's not the game. It's like you're too big, man. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, and it's nothing you can do about it because you want the success, but you know, with it comes a uh, some of the pain i guess
0: well, well maybe it's maybe it's so much of the fact of if you know you're in that position right if you know you're a dr lupo if you know you're a ninja if you know you're a Tifu, you know that your opinion weighs a lot more right yeah he he can speak to a lot more people than i can on twitter right he he puts out a tweet of his opinion any of those guys and by the way let me say this I'm not saying anything bad about any of these guys. They're all great people. I've had the chance to meet all of them in person. I've had the chance to to shake most of the pros' hands, most of the big streamers' hands in Fortnite community. And I, and I, I truly believe they all are genuinely nice people. Um, but I say that because, like, you know, if Courage, for instance, puts out a tweet, and he says, you know, something to the effect of, like, man, I can't play it anymore. I think he did, actually. I'll have to go find that tweet while we're doing this. But this past week, it just... When he says that, it's like a domino effect, right? Oh, yeah. And, and it just picks up the speed. Like, oh, Courage can say that. Now I'm going to bash the game, right? And then all of a sudden you have these thousands of people that maybe they weren't really, didn't notice they were in, unhappy with the game or unhappy with a certain point of the game. But now they are. And, and you know, as a content creator, even you have to be careful of what you say.
1: Yeah, well, without a doubt. These guys are role models for pretty much all of their community, you know, uh, especially when you have thousands of people watching you. You have so much influence. And when you say something, your word is massive. Your influence, you know, you know how they say you know, be careful what you say. You don't know how you affect someone. I mean, it's the same way for games like streamers can and pretty much can topple games over if uh if they don't like it i mean and that's just kind of how much influence these guys have because once one person you know big name tweets it all of their cult following is probably going to follow them like if they jump ship they're going to go play the game their favorite streamer wants to play or that's where their interest is going to start to bend towards and uh you know everyone has a different level of influence but when you're that big it's pretty it's pretty massive for sure
0: yeah and and a lot of these guys are finding ways to really enjoy the game. And it's really cool, I think, in this community. We see a lot of cross-play, you know, people yesterday. Uh, I saw Dr. Lupo. He was playing with um, some, some smaller streamers yesterday, which is mm-hmm. really cool to see. Um, but, you know, and, and being able to pull on these different guys, you know, and then, you, then all of a sudden you'll, you'll turn it on you'll see Courage with Tifu in 72 hours, right? Which all those guys are, are on different levels. Tifu the highest. You know, Courage mm-hmm. definitely... Uh, on, the, on the top side, but then you got 72 hours so from a content perspective, isn't that big. And they're able to kind of mingle and come together. And, you know, even even in the negative things, it's cool to see like all these people be able to coincide and, and bring, you know, together the community. And what I hate to see is when it gets disrupted by the
1: negative talk.
0: And, yeah, and it's you know, crazy.
1: Like the way I see it is when they get together and they're playing, they having a, they're having a ton of fun. So it's yeah. not like the game isn't fun. I, I'm telling you, man, it's just, it's just that, that small little niche part of just having the, the other you know, toxic part of the community that wants to crave your attention and like stream snipe and, and or just get that airtime. Yeah, I mean, here, here's, the, uh,
0: here's the tweet that I saw from Courage this week. And it's, it's not really a negative tweet. Um, he's just kind of stating it. He says, I think the reason why so many streamers and pro players feel frustrated at the state of the Fortnite currently is because all the new items in the game lower the skill gap planes, dynamite, boomboxes all let bad players get away with getting kills they don't deserve. Now, when I read this tweet, I was like, okay, I get it. I get, I get his point of view 100%. But I also feel, and I'm a fan of Courage, I like watching his streams. I think he's freaking hilarious especially when he starts dancing his butt off. It's so funny. But I love boomboxes. I personally like the item. I like to pick it up. Maybe it's because, I, you know, my name's too loud, right? And the boom boxes are too loud <laughs> and they're knocking things over. I don't know what it is, but I enjoy it, right? And I, li- I, li- I like the fact that like, I run to these people that think, oh my gosh, I'm just going to build, 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 build because that's all I ever do. I just want to build. I'm the best builder in Fortnite. And I'm like, all right, let me just throw down a boom box and shut them up for a second. And then I'll just shotgun them in the face, right? And is that lowering the skill gap all the time? Is that, is that necessarily lowering the skill gap?
1: No, I, I, I don't agree that, you know, the items necessarily lower the skill gap. Yes, yeah, some of them are unbalanced. For example, hand cannon grappler, right? These are items, if anything, need to be addressed first. Like the fact that grappler has no cooldown. And if the best builder in the world goes for high ground. Well, if you got a grappler, 10 shots, you have 10 opportunities to just, hey, you know, say, forget your building, dude, I'm straight to the top. And of course, you don't even waste materials doing that. So yeah. You know, I, like, I saw
0: a highlight of you doing that. I think it was yesterday
1: the right. day before. So yeah, yeah. I, And while I was doing it, I was like, oh look, by the way, balance. <laughs> My high ground, right? And I just <laughs> shock at them, pump them, whatever. But you know, there, there's certain items in the game that are definitely a bit more cheesy, if anything. And uh, I mean, it's not, it's not easy to balance the game, right? If it was, I think you know, the game would be perfect. But you know, you gotta you gotta tweak things and you don't want things to be useless. You don't want things to be too good. Some things are too good and, and people look past them for different reasons.
0: Yeah. And, and I, you know, balancing the game is a whole nother discussion. And we're definitely going to get into that a little bit about how Epic addresses that and how they're getting to it. I just, I, I, I think it just speaks to like, for me, I was like, man, is it's, it's kind of talking for me. I was like, man, I, I don't know if this is saying players that enjoy these items, you know, I have a lower play skill. I don't think that's always the fact, right? I, I think we saw it at WSOE. Cowboy, right? He figured out how he was going to use boom boxes with the dynamite combination, right? Him and his duo literally figured it out and they, were, they won two games in a row. By, yeah. by, and, and to me, that was like, I saw that moment. I was like, holy cow. Like They're throwing a boom box and then they're falling up with two dynamites in the corners, taking the builds down and, and they're utilizing them to their best ability. All these items we've seen in Fortnite ro- rotate in and out. Nothing has stayed. Literally, I, I, nothing stays forever. It gets adjusted. I think maybe the AR has been the only thing that stayed forever, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean rest in peace, uh, burst rifle, that thing's yeah, yeah. gone. Who would have yeah. saw that, right? Yeah, <laughs> nobody. You know? And so, for me, part of the fun of Fortnite is that we see these items rotate in and out, and we continually see the gameplay change. Maybe the skill gap is different at different times of, of the state of the game, but I don't necessarily mean. Always think it's just a le- lower skill gap. I think it's just a transition of the skill. And and you yeah. know sometimes it's hard. You said this many times. It's hard to adapt to to new items. We saw we saw JMock have four of these in his in his inventory at WSOE. I forget to use them. He had four boom boxes in inventory. His teammate was going to go down. He pushed on him, and he's standing there. He's like, what do I do on this? And you're you're saying on the screen he didn't. He didn't remember he had the four boomboxes and what they do in this instance because he had to adapt to them. And I feel like a lot of times when you go into a new season like this and you have new items coming out or they're they're going towards a new thing like, hey, look, we have a lot of items that destroy building, which Fortnite is known for building. Let's try them out. And I don't think it's necessarily a lower skill gap. I think it's a different skill take.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. No, you're not wrong, man. When it comes down to competitive, there are players that are gonna thrive in certain seasons under certain, you know, you know, buffs or nerfs, and then and, and the same coin can flip at the next patch. Like, hey, where you was probably the best storm pilot in the game for whatever reason, you're no longer that because they nerf it. And then like suddenly you're you're chance to shine isn't there anymore um i think it's just more important that as long as epic games is making quality of life improvements overall to the game outside of just the item pool and stuff like that as long as they're working on the the core of the game i think it's i think it's still going in the, in the right direction and i mean i don't know if you saw the tweet about the wall change to come but that's a change that's coming to fortnite that is a quality of life bug fix or whatever right mechanic adjustment that is gonna help the game. Like so tell her- tell everybody about the wall change. What's yeah, happening? So- you know a a great example is like loot lake loot lake you try to build a wall in the water you get that little mini half wall which costs 10 resources that cannot protect you then you have to build that second wall on top of that that bit of delay in that weird and awkward low level terrain um, gets a lot of us eliminated or you know pelted down damage in the new patch the next one to come 7.20 that wall is going to get built for free and that second wall is going to be you know charged to your resource pool so whereas before you would waste 20 resources and have to build two times to get the wall up now it's going to count for free and it's going to build that second one for you and this is not just going to happen in the water it's going to happen all over the map and all of the terrain period so all those weird mountain zones and you know off the side of the cliffs where a lot of us just either miss our ramps because it's built in the cliff literally yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. see it or you know you're running down of you know a weird part of the map and, and that wall doesn't build those are going to get now fixed so these these are the quality of life changes that i'm talking about when i say fortnite is still working on the game and you can imagine there are a list of complaints and things to change they're just trying to knock them out one by one and this is where we are now
0: yeah i think it was back in season four i want to say it might have even been season three that they decided they were going to change from Going to, you know, we, we saw, like, for instance, version 7.1 one week versus 7.2 the next week versus 7.3, and they were all patch notes and content at the same time. They said, Hey, look, we're going to rotate it. We're going to focus on, we're going to drop one week where we focus on bugs and content in the game, patches, and then the next week we'll do content. And then we'll do patches and we'll do content to allow them more time to address the quality of life things that were in a game. And for those that weren't around during that season, That was a big, big change because they were trying to balance how many bugs and how many small things were in the game that were affecting players to also keep bringing content. And it's something they have to continually balance all the time. I mean, look, the team's still building content every week we see and then you have the other team still working on, working on fixing bugs. And then all of a sudden, the content team goes, hey, we got this new piece of content. And they're like, well, we just fixed this bug. Oh, crap, now we yeah. got to fix this bug again. Oh, by the way, we got another piece of content. Like, that's a continual, continual rotating source. And I asked somebody a long time ago, a head of PR at Epic. I said, hey, Nick, are you guys ever going to take the game out of beta? And he, his, his reply to me was simple. What is beta? Like, what is beta? Like, why why would we change anything like right now? We're sure. Sure. We're always testing, you know? And like, in my mind, I was like, you're right. Like technically they're always testing things. So it's technically always in beta in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's smart. The, the right. always going
1: to change.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Always. Unless, always unless change.
1: you're, unless you're smash, and you drop the game once and you never change it. <laughs> <laughs> that's True. the only game that will ever dump Like, those yeah. things like that, right? Uh, that's like, true. Characters don't change, dude. They just fight the way they fight. Yeah, you, you just select the OP
0: ones and don't select the ones that aren't OP. That's it, dude. Um, you know, another, another friend of ours, CLG, CLG Marksman, he said, Fortnite has been unfun lately. I'm not the kind of person that pretends they can have a good time when they're not. I'll be on the lookout for a game to play that actually makes me want to play it. And there's, there's two angles I want to take from this. Number one, I definitely agree if you're a content creator, don't play something you don't like playing because it's going to show in your content. Am I right, Monster?
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You'll see frustration, salt, you know, sadness or like, you know what I mean? Disinterest, right? Where you're not engaged, that'll shelter your content for sure.
0: And and I think the other side of it is what you said. There's going to be seasons as a pro player that you're going to enjoy the game more than others. And I think Marksman, like what I would would tell him is like, hey, bro, just... Take some time off. We've seen players do this already yeah. this, this, this holiday season. Take a week off, man. Take a week and a half off. I don't care. Do what you want. You know, Maybe go play a different
1: game and enjoy it. Um, because I mean, ne- that's another thing, too. Like I didn't really think about it, but I don't play Fortnite on the weekends, really. So I take two days off of there, and then once a week I do variety. So realistically, I'm playing Fortnite four days a week, grinding right? a couple-hour sessions. That yeah. just keeps just fresh enough for me to have fun you know the new stuff and learn it and and keep up at the same time uh, these other guys they're doing 7 days a week 10 12 hours streaming all day same game same group of people right same chat you know that kind of stuff it it is going to get tiresome but it's tiresome because you're kind of asking for it right like you do anything for 10 12 hours a day with the same people every day you got to have some serious mental fortitude. And even then everyone has a limit.
0: I don't care how much you like McDonald's, but if you eat it every day, even <laughs> yeah. if you're eating different items, eventually you're going to get sick of McDonald's. Sick of it. Yeah. I'm Just saying uh, that that's the way it's going to go. And you know, and, and I understand a lot of pros are trying to get to the next level. They work really hard. These guys work really hard. Marksman works really hard to be as good as he is. Yep. And I get it. And when the, when the game changes like it does, and I know that's not a, a, a big popular thing in the pro scene, but, this game, this, this is part of the makeup that makes Fortnite fun, right? Like, the, the, the 200 million players worldwide, 8.8 concurrent, right? Million players is the last numbers we got. Those, those numbers aren't those because of a pro scene. And this is no hate to the pro scene at all. I love it. I love all the pros. I love all the guys that we've gotten to hang out with. I love watching you cast those. I love being a part of those programs. But at the same time, that's only a small portion of it. The majority of the people are the people that get super hyped when Boombox comes out. Like, "Oh my gosh, a new Fortnite. I got to go see Monster's video and see what it does." Right? Like mm-hmm. those are the people that keep the game going. And on the same side, I think Epic's trying to do a really good job of also treat the Fortnite pro scene like, "Hey, look. Some of this is a new thinking, right? We do we do competitive different. You're going to have to learn just to absorb a new product when we put it out a new item." a change in the game. That's what Fortnite is. It's a continually changing universe and enjoy it. And, and I get, sometimes they're going to be hiccups. There's things you haven't liked very much that they've done. There's things I haven't liked very much that they've done. Um, and, you know, continuing on that, they actually keep a log for anybody that ever wants to file a complaint. They keep a log at the bottom of their, their notes. There's actually uh, all their patch notes and all their content drops. There's, a, there's an area called uh, Known Issues, and there's a little link there to Trello, if I say it correctly, the Community Issue Trello Board. And I'll put a link in the show notes. You can actually go here and see things that have been addressed over time. They have it broken down to, like, Battle Royale top issues, Creative Mode top issues, Save the World, Mobile top issues. Uh, for content creators, they get like images you can go grab here. This is like a
1: resource hub, man. It's insane. Um, you know, interesting. I've done all the patch notes. I've never actually opened this. And I've I, read that piece probably <laughs> at the end of my video every time. But never actually thought to, hey, let's go see what they're focusing on. This is like is, another area I might just have to show. Like,
0: Isn't this cool? By the way. I just saw like, it too. It actually
1: really is cool. Um, yeah. Those of you guys that just for some reason can't link into it, It has, uh, you know, kind of like a a meter showing what's really hot on the list to fix and what's like not so hot. So you'll see top serious issues versus non-serious issues. A good example of one is crosshairs block for certain outfits while aiming. We all know like the panda outfits just have big ears. The shot has a big head, like little things like that that we complain about are actually listed here. So maybe it would be worth you guys just throwing something in the pot. Yeah,
0: and, and they are, they are addressing them here. You can go follow up, see where they're at on the list. It's, it's really incredible. Um, this I mean is cool. This is stuff they don't have to do, and they do to obviously continue to help and, 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 and be open with the community, which is, I think is just awesome. Like you don't see this from developers normally. Um, uh, Nate Hill, um, also a friend of ours, I've reviewed him multiple times at events. He said, "Please use this tweet as a thread to list every bug you know in Fortnite. Personally, I'm a bit tired of jumping out of a plane and dying in scrims or when my entire screen is shaking. The game has gr- the game was great and can be great again. We just need to fix the bugs, adding anything else. Um, he goes on to talk about how they already put out a they later on put out a tweet about, you know, some things that they're going to fix. There's literally 700 replies here, and we can't go through all of them. Uh if you see any of them monster there that you want to you want to pick out for sure, Feel free, uh, and we can we can pull them up. But what I think is so crazy about about this is like the main the main push here is not a bug, and I want to, and this is what I'm talk about. It's it's not a bug. It's a plane. This is an item they put in a game, right? And there's a difference between a bug and an item, right? For example, planes are in the game, and uh, that is an item and content drop that they put in. Turbo building not working, that's a bug, right? Yeah. Those, those are the two different things. And so for Fortnite, and I would love, I, I, I haven't ever had that chance, especially because I don't think we've had anything this controversial of an item that stayed in Fortnite this long. Typically, the you know, the community Wait, complains. Which one, Which
1: one are you pointing at? Are you talking about the boom box? So I'm talking
0: about planes. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I'm going to talk about planes in general because this item has has been in the game since... You know, we're we, we're in week six. It's been since the start of season seven. Every other item we've ever had that's had really big issues, they've addressed it. Even when you go back all the way for all you OG fortnite players to the time of whenever we had first shot accuracy and they came out with that, and immediately they fixed it like the week later, they started addressing it again. like these this is the first item we've ever had, and it's continually going on of people complaining, complaining, complaining. Obviously, there's a lot of people having fun with it, I think, on the, on the flip side of it. Um, but also, I think it's very frustrating for pros because of the way they play the game, right? Yeah. They, they play in these really sweaty environments. They play in, with these scrims, and I get that it's, it's not conducive maybe for them in that, but that doesn't ruin the game for everybody else, right? And... I, I get like everybody, everybody's hashing out, hashing out that these planes are an issue. I mean, you've, you've fallen out. You've had some damage come from planes as well. Some
1: tweets oh, yeah. I've seen out there, but what are you, what's your take on planes overall? Uh, like, so all in all, when they were first released, they were ridiculously strong. And I mean, the complaints are justified for the changes that have come over the time where the vehicle is at now. Like you can get one good ramen on like a build structure or whatever, and your health and your plane is gone. So like that coupled with the fact that planes don't even spawn a hundred percent anymore, you can hit a plane spawn and there's just no vehicle there for you or there's way less in the sky. So if people are still complaining about it, they're just like the one unlucky oddball. They get like rammed for the one time that the plane can actually ram or whatever the case may be. You know, it, it's not that bad. Like yeah. like yes it's bad because you can do it, but they only have that trump card once. And I mean, it's still up to you to play around it and be cautious and end your battles quickly and whatever. You know, we can go into the, the details of what makes a good engagement versus a bad one. Um but like it's not that bad. Like the planes are pretty weak right now if you really think about it. You dump a clip right into that thing, you minigun it, it's 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 going to be hurt into some irreparable damage. The player's not going to be able to get another one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I definitely agree, and that's a great point because in content update, uh, this is the content update number third, the third one in seven point one zero. Uh, so this is the third content update. This is where we got the suppressed silence sniper, which definitely want to talk yep. about. Lo- love it, love it. But this is the changes that happened to the X the X four storm wing adjustments. The knockback, uh, the knockback a player receives after being hit by a storming has been decreased by seventy percent after already being
1: decreased. Yeah. Right? These are nerfs on top of the nerfs. So just keep that in mind. These are the
0: most recent ones. Damage done to Stormwings from colliding with structures has been increased by 70, or by 50%. And it was
1: already increased
0: by about 50% before, guys, mind you. Yeah, so this is the damage that the Stormwing takes, guys. Increased 50%. This is why Monster was saying, basically, it can only take an impact one time, or else it's going to be blown up. Impact damage reduced while boosting through structures reduce from fifty percent to twenty five percent. Increase the speed of the Storming Machine Gun by seventy five percent. So a little bit above buff, I guess, for the for the machine gun part. But it's so inaccurate, guys.
1: Like it's it's right. it's it's very RNG. Stormwing. Spawn- but think about it. If, if it shoots faster, I think the cooldown happens sooner. Some some along those lines. Yep. So yeah, like, that is true. All of these things are nerfs to the vehicle uh to put it in the place where it is now and i mean they're nerfs on top of nerfs on top of the previous nerf so it's got nerfed down pretty hardcore and i think the storming's in a like an okay place uh storming spawn chance has decreased from
0: uh to 80% from 100% so, like Monster said, it's not always there anymore. And I've definitely seen that personally. Supply drop health has reduced... Uh, that's, so, that's the supply drop. So, all the Stormwing changes that happened there uh, in this previous week. Also, a Stormwing bug, the X-Wing bug, is no longer able to fly above the maximum build limit uh, for everybody that was trying to fly it up and it keeps stalling. That's why it keeps <laughs> stalling on you. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, look, here, here's what I want to ask you. Would you rather, and I, I want to hear from all you guys out there as well, we want your feedback on the show, like make sure you tweet at us, send Monster your replies, message him on his YouTube, whatever's easier for you, You know, shoot it to us on a Twitter, I don't care. But, I want to know, would you rather go through these struggles of having an OP airplane, or never see airplanes in Fortnite?
1: I would rather Epic games get a nice core comp set of boys to go test it before it comes out. So <laughs> that way it can be really balanced. <laughs> but outside of that, no, uh, I, you know, I'd rather go through the struggle. I, I like as a content creator, mainly as my main focus, these things are fresh breaths of air. Um, I don't use storm wings every time. Right. I use it when I'm in the mood to go fly around and crash into the one unlucky dude. It's just fun to have that, you know, play in my deck of cards, right? That card in the arsenal, if you want to call it that. So all in all, I'd rather these things come out, even if they're a little broken for the time being. When things are extremely off the scale of broken, Epic Games puts the, you know, puts puts the brake on it and they adjust it at least a little bit to remedy the issue. We've seen it happen with the turret, like literally the day of it was released. They got instant health nerf. We've seen it happen with uh, Thanos, right? He came in the game, he had an instant nerf within an hour or two. They just, they just realized like, whoa, okay, maybe it was a little too good here. Let's go right. ahead and, you know, hot, hot patch. They, they not, they're not afraid to hot fix things and, and do what they have to do. So all in all, I'm on board for the new stuff but i do think they need a better test team maybe
0: <laughs> like yeah it's it's a tough balance right i think because like i said before they're like here's content oh we got to make sure it's bug free and everything else oh here's some more content oh, oh crap we got to make sure it's bug free i mean look the one thing we could ask for i guess is let's only have two updates a month instead of four no no i'm just saying that would allow them more time right it's it's a tough thing it's a tough thing because Pros, number one, you know, most of these guys are, are trying to develop content, too, to keep their score going. So, go spend two honestly, or three days. Honestly, I'm,
1: a, I'm on board with, like, the bi-weekly patch. If, we yeah. can, if, we, if I can sign a deal right now, hey, for the next couple of years, we promise you a bi-weekly patch. Or something, you're always going to get content. Get just enough content to get used to and or love the current state of the game. And then it gives them ample time to work on the next big thing. My opinion.
0: Well, and you know, I'm also up for taking a key to like a a, a specific server where they let me play a certain game type. Actually, <laughs> this is a real thing. Bungie did this. Um, they've done this as well. They let certain like, like groups- the creative. So what they'll do is they'll go select players, right? They'll select group of pros, select a group of, of regular players or whatever, and they'll say, hey, we invite you to this version of our game where we're going to continually change it. You guys can test it online, play it a couple hours a day, whatever, and then give us your feedback, right? And they'll have set you know, times to do it.
1: Well, and that's why a lot of people will be like, bring back Season 3 and 2, because back then, they made the patch public. Before they made all the accuracy changes and, and the, the change to the firing model, we had firing model test patch one and then model two. Basically they gave us two patches. That's and true. I remember it like I was like low-key, like, dang, this is this is dope. Like let's go try what might be the patch. And they, I remember it so clearly they had the little Uzi tech machine gun that had like 35 bullets in it. They, they like changed that. And then they, they changed the actual firing model. They changed the shotguns a little bit and we got to go in there and play it in real time. And everyone, you know, the chat was into it. Like it was, it was pretty sweet to just give it to everyone and then take collective full feedback from every single person. Um, I would love to see that come back or that model of testing. I don't think anyone out there would be like upset, but I think they're more afraid of when they make the decision in their heads, like, no, we're changing this. And then they give us the test and to get that backlash for them um, to still go against the, the majority voiced community. I think they're afraid of that conflict. And that's probably why they stopped it because names just got too big. Right. Right. Like, right. Profiles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that was before the millions of profiles you see now on Twitter right, right, right and everything else. No, I, that that's a great point. Um and maybe maybe they bring it back in a small section. Look, I'll volunteer my time to do some testing on behalf and sacrifice it for the community. <laughs> uh I'll, I'll go ahead and and make that sacrifice in my week to play for all of you. A special version of the game, <laughs> not a problem at all. <laughs> no, but uh, it, it, that would be a cool thing to go back to. I definitely agree. I, de- I definitely think that they need to maybe start getting some feedback before they release the patches. And you know, if it's bi-weekly, so that they can have the time to do that, I'm cool with a quality of life update and a, and then a content patch once a month. I'm cool with that. Like you know, rotate those out and let me uh, let me enjoy it that way. Maybe maybe that'll be allow them to address more issues at one time. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll be interested to see how they continue to do things in 2019. They've been kind of quiet. I don't know about you, but I feel like they've been kind of quiet ever since Winter Royale. We haven't really heard about the World, you know, the World Cup much yet. I thought we would get an update last week. Hey, it's the beginning of the year. Here we go. Here's the plan. Uh, I think did- I
1: think they're just waiting for everyone to get back from vacation. All right, and then <laughs> so what you're saying is it's going to happen this week. I think so, because if you really think about it, like Christmas was only you know two and a half weeks ago or so, yep, we just live in in our minds, we're just the way the world works today. It moves fast, right? so yeah it, you, it feels like Christmas was way long ago, right? We're already in the new year or whatever sure. we're ready. Uh, but, you know, people are, I think, just coming back from holiday and, and that's why we're getting this next big patch and they're active on Twitter again and stuff like that.
0: Isn't that crazy to think we're already almost halfway through the month of January 2019? Dude, my birthday is like in a week and a half or something. When's like, your birthday? Already. I want everybody February. to everybody mark this down <laughs> in your calendar. You must get on stream that day and tell Monster it's his happy birthday. What day is it, Monster? Yep. February 1st, man. It's coming up. February 1st mark calendars turn the podcast off right now go to your (laughs) calendar put monster d face for the February 1st twitch channel and make sure you guys go say hi to him dude I hope that day we're we're gonna we're gonna do something special we're gonna blow it up we're gonna it's gonna it's gonna get nuts it's gonna get nuts I can't wait for that okay so back back to this oh let's wind this up a little bit you know look a lot of community issues going on. A lot of, a lot of things have been said. Uh, lots of people addressing certain things they like and they dislike. I just want to get out there and basically say, like, I believe Epic cares about their game. I think you have a really good line about this, right? What, what, was, what was the line you shared with me prior to the show about, you know, do they care when I asked you about their game?
1: Yeah. So my, my response was as much as someone out there or, or you might believe like, oh, man, I, I, I dislike this bug or the servers suck. And, you know, why won't they want to fix them? I think it hits Epic 10 times harder just from a dev standpoint and, you know, being the biggest game in the world. I'm sure they want it 10 times as much as you do. They want their servers to be perfect. You know, you know, put yourself in their shoes. They want their game to be as perfect as possible, as amazing as possible, as magical as possible for every single user. So if you're having a problem with the patch or something like that, dude, they feel that blow. You know, because because it's a loss on them too, right? That's a right. burden that they hold um, and a standard that they they want to keep held or be kept held high. So, yeah, when it comes down to, you know, feeling it, I think they feel it way worse, especially, you know, servers and stuff like that. For you, for Monster, what are the main issues you would like to see addressed? What are the things you Uh, want addressed in the game? For me, it's not even Stormwing or Boombox or any new items. It's like hand cannon just being... Excessively abused from the competitive level down to the casual one, Um, and and like grappler, I, I'm still like, dude, I don't know why the grappler hasn't hit a cooldown. There's been no changes to it. So for me personally, I will put hand cannon number one, grappler number two. Uh, but hand cannon, dude, it's so frustrating to, you know, with where the sound is in the game. Oh yeah, and, and sound, right? Because that's part of the reason why hand cannon is so frustrating. You're getting swarmed by two players. Sound isn't perfect when they're aiming at the cone of your building or right. at the wall. It's just a direction. Um, so with that, you know, all in all, a uh, hand cannon man—that uh, that gun that, that drives me nuts. That's one that'll frustrate me for sure. As a community, if somebody listens to the show, what is the best
0: way for them to continue to address these issues they like, or to be able to voice their issues? What do you think the best way is for them to 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 go towards that direction to be able to say, hey? I'm having this problem, or I agree with this person, or whatever.
1: I mean, all in all, if, if you want to get your your voice out there, be respectful. That's most important, right? You know, you're you're not gonna go riff off a storm, and no one's gonna take you serious, uh, re- regardless of how passionate you may be or your response. Uh, but if you want to voice yourself, go make a Twitter, man. You're, you're not too late to jump in and follow your favorite content creators and or the devs of the game, and just start being involved because they probably listen to Twitter and. Uh, the the small niche you know community that is Fortnite competitive, like I know without a doubt, one thousand ten percent, every single one of the Epic devs reads the post, especially in those um those threads on Reddit, because you know I've been on scene with them and they'll see something there and it'll literally be the topic of discussion. They will be like, "Hey, you see that post from uh, Ghost Bizzle?" <laughs> like, yeah, man, he's like, you know, they were literally bringing up like pro players' responses. And talking about it amongst themselves. And I'm just hanging out like, oh, dang. Like, they, <laughs> they read all this shit. You they know do what I mean? It's all we're talking about. Because yeah. they, they're there. They're in it. So uh, if you want to voice yourself, you know, be respectful, most importantly. But um, yeah, those social medias, man. Twitter they're, and... They're and- fans they're of the game as much as we
0: are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they, they really are. Uh, I, I think, for me, I would say, look, one cool thing is, go check out that Trello. Go follow up on that Trello that's at the mm-hmm. bottom of the patches. Uh, the other thing I would say is, you know, Reddit is a great place. Twitter is a great place. But also, one place they're very, very active and they have like Mr. Popo, for instance, always, always checking out is on their official forums. They have a great forum section oh, where they, they talk and they, and they communicate. Fortnite.com, go to their forums or EpicGames.com slash forums, go there and you can literally see all the latest updates. It's basically its own news area, own, you know, talk to the community. There's a community there that continually into it and it's secret. It's not as packed as Reddit and you might get noticed <laughs> no, yeah. more. Just saying. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's no, a great place no. to go as well.
1: Um, Definitely a nice way to build a big voice.
0: Absolutely. It's a great place. Uh, probably a place I should be spending more time on this year. I need to do that. Wow. Talk to myself. Hey, um, I do want to talk about two things before we get out of here. I was going to make it its own section, but we're not. We're just going to jump into it real quick so we can get out of here. But the block, how do you like the new block? What do you think about the jump pad centric block? That's that's down there today.
1: I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a fan of the 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 jump patty trap block ones. Yeah, I really yeah. like the uh, the biodome one that was like a, I don't know, like like a biodome, like with all the trees and and right. the, like that one was really cool. And my and favorite I too were, so far. Yeah, I thought they were gonna do more like. I guess ones that will fit into the world, but they they straight up brought it in like a trap bouncy pad. And I landed there, and I'm like, "Dude, where's the guns?" And I got killed. Oh, it's like guns, like <laughs> dude! Like, yeah, trying to play a solo there. That
0: wasn't in play, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I I think it's cool that they're showing people's inventions, right? I like things it. That I mean, I like
1: I like what they're doing though. The idea of the block was to bring in popular blocks. They never said they were fit like for your solo game, right? Right. 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 <laughs>
0: uh i i I haven't had a circle in there yet but i would love to see a circle oh my
1: neither have i dude that (laughs) sounds like a see now that sounds fun right you have a gun by then and you get there it might be actually really it'd be more fun probably spectating commentarying it but yeah uh
0: it'd definitely be good the other thing is i gotta ask you i gotta ask you what do you think
1: of the silenced or the suppressed sniper rifle the suppressed sniper rifle is, is dank, man. I like, I like the weapon. I've been pro or advocate for suppressed weapons uh, since they've been brought into the game. Speaking of which, the suppressed pistol has just been high on my radar lately. Uh, because yeah, I see you picking
0: that thing up all the
1: time. Yeah, because the removal of the burst weapons, like whatever it did to the item pool, like that thing is just coming out of chest and whatnot. And I'm using it as a replacement to my AR and or having like just a, you know, a heavy AR. Like that, and I'm using that more as my mid-range and then using the heavy air for those still targets to get those big DPSs out.
0: Ooh, drop a little trick there.
1: Yeah, for everybody out there that didn't know, uh, the suppressed sniper rifle was added,
0: obviously, in in update 7.1, content update 3. It's available in epic and legendary variants, can be found in chest, floor loot, vending machines, and supply drops. A single shot, uh, scoped sniper rifle. The suppress makes a quieter shot, trading stealth for power, deals only 100 to 105, 100 and 105 base damage. And then, uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, six suitor got vaulted too,
1: which is crazy. That's, yeah, nuts. yeah. That, and that's what I'm saying. Like with the vaulting of those weapons, like suppressed pistols just made a huge resurgence just on the field, period. And you get it early enough, man, it, it's, it's powerful. And I got to ask you, dual pistols came back what do you think about it dude i'm i'm happy they came back that was like a pleasant surprise i was like oh we get to get you know get some new highlights i loved them before and i love them now i mean it's just been my thing. when they were put away i was like come on dude they weren't broken or anything like what so now they're back yet and they weren't changed by the way people were like asking were they buffed i'm like nah dude they're they've always been good just nobody
0: realized how good they were
1: before that's
0: why i like them well let's get out of here with a tip and trick from the man himself monster d face So So we've talked a lot about like streaming and pros and content and all that. And 2019 is upon us. I wanted to get this one in last week, but I didn't have time. We held Rob forever because we just kept talking. I kept I kept talking with him so much. Should I say really? But as a streamer, as a pro player, YouTuber, content creator. What is the best way to grow and pursue your goals for 2019? Tell, maybe share with everybody, maybe a goal you have for 2019, how you're addressing it, and maybe some advice for like, you know, somebody that wants to start kicking off their 2019 doing it.
1: Yeah, for me, um, biggest piece of advice if you want to jump into content creation or, or being a pro player, just understand that it's going to take a lot of dedication and most importantly, uh, consistency, right? Don't focus in on the numbers. Focus in on honing your craft and your content. Um, something that I made a goal right in 2018. I think one of the episodes, my first week of bringing up my Facebook, I started it, and now I'm well on my way. You know, going over 600 followers, right? So think about that. In a couple of months, I've amassed a nice little following there. Yeah, it's a small cult following, but hey, by the end of the year, that's going to be several thousand, and who knows? Maybe it'll bloom into it, it can go viral one day. Right. So as a content creator. Don't limit yourself. If you have an idea, if you see an opportunity, jump on those platforms. You don't know which one's going to grow for you. Spread your marbles out and, uh, you know, plant your seeds. Let them grow.
0: Yeah. And and you say that I I continually have the question, which platform do I go to? What do I do? And I, I think you can. Dan- I say do them all. Yeah. Do them all. Um, when it comes to yeah. streaming platforms like Mixer, Twitch, Facebook, do whatever you try feel comfortable. Yeah. Try them all. Do whatever you feel comfortable with. And you know, Here's the biggest thing. Don't get caught up, keep asking yourself that question because you'll turn around at the middle of 2019 and you'll say, I don't, I just can't decide which platform I want to stream on. And then you'll be at the end of 2019 going, I didn't stream on any platform because
1: I couldn't decide or try one out. Yeah. So just and, pick and, one. And like most people, honestly, they procrastinate. They say they want to do, like, just do it, man. Take your raw video. Who cares if you can't edit, like, you know, your favorite YouTuber trust me when you look back at his beginner and, and beginner thumbnails they were trash but people loved them for some reason and you love them today for whatever reason and th- that's because he's just honing his craft so yeah. it, you know we showed my setup my old setup was garbage and i was so proud of it back then my new setup is like crazy good and i'm proud of it today a year from now i'm probably gonna look back like what was that <laughs> you know what I mean? i'm gonna be in a spaceship dude like you, you just just go and do it man make your upgrades or you know try things out no absolutely absolutely well guys as all always we
0: really appreciate you enjoying the show listening and tuning in every each week uh, if you have any questions any comments please 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 shoot them over to us you know via Twitter uh, via uh, Monsters you know YouTube channel however you guys want to comment get to us please please do that we love the interaction we love hearing from you guys send all your complaints directly to monster at fortnightpodcast at gmail.com <laughs> and tell us what you like and what you dislike about the show he reads every single one of your complaints I promise And you can follow us on Twitter at Fortnite Podcast, Myself, TooLoudTX, Monster, M-O-N-S-T-E-R, the letter D-F-A-C-E. And Monster, tell everybody where they can find you throughout the week.
1: Yep, preferably, guys, find me on YouTube because my content's up 24-7. I also stream throughout the week, especially for you guys that are Australian and or EU. My new schedule is super early a.m. All of my social medias are at MonsterDFace, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, all that stuff
0: man love it man thanks for chatting with me again as always today guys and until next time dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales Deserto.com and sponsored by Elgato Gaming. The background music for the Elgato ad is brought to you by Kevin McLeod. The song is called Rainbows and you can visit it at incomputech.com.